From Bregman MD, where we're all about psych solutions, I'm your host, Linda Corley, and this is The Breakdown with Dr. B. Dr. B, you know the saying, if an ounce of prevention is a pound of cure. Today, we're going to talk about what that prevention looks like when it comes to depression. Now, this strategy that just came out via a brand new study that says these seven things, which we're going to go over, can reduce depression by 57%. It's called lifestyle medicine health. So basically, it looked at a couple of things like sleeping, eating, nutritious foods, exercise. You know, people who do that, doctor, are least depressed. And and we're going to talk about why in a minute. But I guess if, you know, you're that girl, you're that guy who's always eating right and you're exercising, you're in the gym, you're social, that would explain why those people always seem happy. Do you know people like that, Dr. B? I absolutely do. And, you know, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So I think we got some great suggestions to help people boost their mental health through having good habits. So let's get right into the study. What are some of the things that that you would prescribe? I mean, obviously, there are medicines, but, you know, let's talk about, like we said, prevention. So if you do these things, they're now proven. You know, I got to tell you, we've always been told these things have worked to lift our mood, but now it's documented. Okay, so I have some tips, Linda. You know, the first one that's really important is rest. I know it's always discussed, the good night's rest, sleep nine hours or seven hours, the most you can, and it really works. It's an incredibly active process, not like a passive thing. You think you go to sleep, nothing happens. A lot happens. So what you got to rest, and I know everybody talks about it, get a regular routine of sleep. You go to sleep the right time, and most of all, get up the same time. Yeah, that's very true. It's so funny you say that because we recently interviewed Dr. Sleep, and that's exactly what he said. Yes. And you know, dreaming has always been a bit of a mystery, you know, but there's always been an underlying idea that dreams may help us regulate our emotions. Sleeping is an active process more than you'd ever believe, and it's curative. It helps us really go over the work of the day and uh, settle things down. I have often people write down what they're worried about before they go to sleep and a solution. They go to sleep, they wake up, they feel better. Wow. I'm going to tell you how I feel better. Exercise. And that was on the list of what the research found. I can be in a bad mood and I go into Pilates and I got to say, it's like I got a full body massage and a an hour with the best psychologist in the world. I mean, yes, exercise is wonderful for the muscles, but it's also good for the brain. Tell us why. Exercise is like an elixir. It's evidence of linking physical activity and improved moods. It really works. It is very well documented. 
um, any kind of exercise, moving your muscles, aerobic exercise especially, is really helpful. So if you need to get a trainer, get into the habit. See if you could go someplace. They have a habit of exercising. Because in the long run, it'll be doing it all the time rather than doing it once in a while. So other things on that list, of course, good eating. I mean, we've heard that from our grandmothers. But when I mean good eating, I'm talking fruits and vegetables, you know, things that nourish the body are incredibly helpful. I've heard that salmon reduces depression. So do your research on foods that will lighten your mood. But something that brings you down, but we always knew that alcohol and smoking does, well, especially alcohol, because it's a depressant, right, doctor? Yeah, you know, we got to limit the alcohol and not smoke. I'm having a beer or wine once in a while, you know, for dinner, is not going to be a deal breaker. But a, a drink a day for women, they say, and two drinks for the guys. Can't emphasize enough that over-drinking robs us of our good mental health. You know, you get a good high to start, but then it fades. And people get depressed. Alcohol is a depressant. And look, it's not going to be what you tell somebody, stop drinking. You know, I think there has to be a process there. And talk to people that will help you. Well, you know, this next one is a sign of our times. You know, this whole limit the sedentary time by cutting back on your time on the screen. Boy, people didn't have that problem 150 years ago, obviously. But this is a new problem, and it's getting people depressed. Why? Because, you know, they say, speaking of smoking, sitting is the new smoking. It's just bad not to exercise, not to move the body. That's number one. And number two, you know, you get on the screen and there's a lot of depressing things on there. Talk about getting, you're feeding yourself depressing news and all sorts of information that is not enlightening or lightening the spirit. Couldn't agree more. We're, we're meant to move. That means, you know, we watch some stuff, but we get out and we move. Daily habits have to be surround some kind of movement, not on the couch, okay? So this one is so important. You know, the pandemic really set a lot of people back because they couldn't go out and they changed some of their lifestyles and um, that has really hurt people. I have a bunch of patients who became much more sedentary after and during COVID and it is not good. You got to spend some time. Go for a bike ride. Go walk. It, it can have a real bad effect on your health if you are just sedentary. And also, if you have cave syndrome, right, you are right. not leaving your house to cultivate friendships. Social connections is the final thing on the list. Being around people, we're social beings. Let's not forget that. And we need to be amongst each other to laugh, to share information, to love each other. I would put that probably as number one. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. A lot of studies have been published uh, about the topic. And, you know, people who are 65 and older and have hobbies reported much higher life satisfaction and less depression. 
Well, you know, the most important part here is it, it's key to get the support that you need when you're depressed. So if you're not practicing these seven things, get on it and see if it improves your mood. These lifestyle things can really help. But if all things go wrong, you could always see the doctor. Fantastic. Dr. B, always good talking to you. You're full of wonderful information. My pleasure. Let's hope everybody takes advantage of these tips. From Bregman, MD, you've been listening to the latest episode of The Breakdown with Dr. B. If you'd like more information or to speak to one of our top psychiatrists, just head to our website at BregmanMD.com to book a telepsychiatry visit from the comfort of your home. Hope you've enjoyed our latest podcast. Catch you next time.